Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Gratitude Unfiltered, broadcast live on the Live Mana Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. Thank you guys so much for being here. You are in for a treat today. We are with Jimmy, Adele, and Rosie from Murphy's Produce with Purpose. Uh, you guys are going to want to like, share, and subscribe wherever you're watching from, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope. Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, Facebook. We are all over the place, and you can even download the podcast. Learn more at livemonoworldwide.org slash multimedia broadcast. Thank you for being here. We're going to have a great show. I was staring at the snow this morning. I wish I could I move. I could move the camera, but yeah, I got everything set up. I don't want to jack with that right now. We have snow everywhere. We have eight inches of snow piled everywhere in Minneapolis, and we're about to get dumped on some more. And um, it, how fitting is it that we get to speak with some people in sunny, warm, and beautiful San Diego, California, my former home, a place that, man, I love. A place that I actually thought I was moving back to. Uh, before God redirected my path and sent me into the loving arms of my wife, Jessica Lynn. Anyway, I'm grateful to be in Minneapolis, but I'm even more grateful to be a part of this broadcast to share about Murphy's Produce with Purpose. Um, a lot of you guys know that follow our journey with our own foundation, the Live Model Worldwide Foundation, um, and how we work with other organizations around the world. Um, Providing healthy food, providing meals, providing shelter, providing clothing, for providing fellowship is a big part of what we do outside of our media services. Um, it's people like Murphy's Produce with purpose that actually allow us to be able to go out and be the hands and feet um, of, our, of our Lord. And so this is exciting to me. But what they're doing is really unique. And to me, it's special. And I got to be honest with you. I hope that you guys watching out there all over, whether you're listening to the podcast, you're watching on social media, you're watching on TV, wherever you're watching from, no matter what you do, I hope that this inspires you and you support their cause because I believe that other organizations should follow suit. So ladies and gentlemen, it is a great pleasure for me to introduce Adele, Rosie, and Jimmy with Murphy's produce with purpose what's up guys how are you good morning Hi, good morning morning so good to see you guys today good to see you as well joshua well, you guys are all dressed warm what's going on well it was sprinkling today so you know i was i was excited we're going to see some snow with yours but not so much <laughs> i hold on let me see if i can you you may not be able to see with the window, but yeah, those windows are very dirty, my friend. No, it's the sun; it's blocking it. <laughs> but there, there is snow everywhere, but it's gorgeous. But I, I have to say, I am definitely California dreaming. So, Jimmy, this is your foundation. You're the one that started this. This is your inspiration, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, tell us what, what led you to create an organization like this. I mean, first of all, just the, the desire to provide food is one thing. But you have a very unique spin on what you're doing and what you're providing to the community in San Diego. Would you tell us about that, please? Yeah. Uh, well, my background and my father, you know, my father was in the produce business for over 50 years. So okay. he, right here in San Diego, he would supply um, different markets, different you know, organizations with food um, for profit. And what we were finding was is the more healthy options, the more you know, availability that we had to this food, um, we need to have a bigger outreach. So in 2015, my father passed away. I took over his wholesale business. And when I took over his wholesale business, I realized that I was getting mass quantities of food and sometimes we weren't able to sell all of it because it was just so much food. Wow. So I reached out to a couple of smaller organizations that were in the, in the community and I started donating. And I, I was amazed at how many organizations, families just were so grateful to get anything. I mean, it sure. didn't matter if it was a box of pears or apples or whatever. So, go ahead. No, I was gonna say what a lot of people may or may not realize, food waste is a massive problem in the United States. And it's more so the United States than anyone else. Can any of you speak to that epidemic and because uh, this this what you're doing is a solution for that yeah. can yeah. you can any of you speak to that well i i can because um shortly after my father passed away i started doing the wholesale and um i had an opportunity to buy a retail produce store in national city so i went ahead and purchased it um i was there in 2017 started doing the the retail a little bit more i was still doing the wholesale and one day I walked into the back of my building and my whole trash can was full of food that was bruised or maybe a little mark on it. It was still edible and it was going straight to the landfill. So I, you know, at that point I, I brought my staff in. I said, listen, not only are we losing money because you're throwing all this stuff away that I'm buying, yeah. but there has to be a fine line of where we can actually rescue this and re-divert it to organizations or to people because you're throwing away something that is so valuable sure. that you know not everyone has access to this. Wow. What um so wait a second. So bruised fruit still good? <laughs> Unfortunately, that's probably the best. Really? It's it's amazing being in the produce business that everyone wants to buy that perfect apple or that perfect orange or that perfect watermelon or that perfect cantaloupe. And you, and you pay the price. You spend probably three times more for something that's just as good if it's a little bit bruised or a little bit old or a little bit ripened. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, so, so, so back, to, back to what we were saying. So you know, we started a program in my store of rediverting all this food. And we started a program, we started bringing in nonprofits and every day we would donate four or five boxes of food. And basically what we did was we would get to that point in our, in our day when we realized that it wasn't gonna sell because right. of people like you, Josh, that wants the perfect piece of fruit, <laughs> we would then pull it off of ourselves, <laughs> we would put it into a box or we would package it for organizations to come and pick up and then they yeah. would basically donate it to 
families in need. Well, in 2000, I believe it was 2018, towards the end of 2018, we started Murphy's Produce with Purpose. And that's our nonprofit because we were getting mass quantity, uh, we were getting mass amounts of food. And not only that, people that I was buying from, my growers, my, my uh, farmers, all these people, there's just so much food out there and, and they can't sell it. So I let everyone know that I buy from this and we're starting this nonprofit. We wanna help our community. We wanna donate food. We have a food rescue program. I actually went to other stores and markets in the area to start them on this program because of all the amount of food that goes into the landfill obviously you've got greenhouse gases and, and that's a whole nother animal but our focus is really making sure that our community has food to eat and so what we did was we found a building that's a little bit bigger than my produce store um in 2000 uh, last year actually around this time a year ago i sold my store it was a for-profit. I sold it and walked away from the retail to focus on our nonprofit. And we've got a bigger building. We've got a bigger outreach. Um, obviously, our platform is a lot different now um, because we're having to redirect our, our focus on really community and, and how we can gather as much food as possible right. to get that out to, you know, just basically, I mean, it, it's a it's a crazy story, but when in December when the pandemic hit, we were already a little bit above uh, you know in front of the curve because our facility that we have in National City, we were doing drive-through distribution already, so we were already feeding 150 to 200 families. Um, what's that? How often were you doing that? We were doing that once a week on Saturdays, and it was kind of like, hey, listen, we would stockpile all this produce. The thing is, is that by partnering with different organizations like the San Diego Food Bank and uh, they they're real strong in canned goods. But the big focus lately has been we can't get fresh fruits and vegetables. And when we get them, it's just such a small amount. So that's where we came in as that platform to be able to supply fresh fruits and vegetables. Like that's our background. That's our strength. That's that's really what we bring to the community. And that allowed us to partner with other organizations that were lacking the fresh fruits and vegetables. I so I, I keep wanting to ask you questions, but I'm going to go back to this because uh, this is a question I'm going to say for later. But I want you to think yeah. about it. The because a lot of these organizations are providing junk food. You guys are providing healthy food, and and I and I understand why the junk food because well we'll save that for a second. Rosie, how did you get involved with this? Um, so, um, you know, we ended up, um, meeting through, you know, other, through the mix of other organizations and, um, you know, thus started a beautiful relationship, right? Um, I have over seven and a half years doing, um, distributions and advocacy and everything else. So when we joined forces and met, um, you know, both of our visions were the same. Yeah. Um, that's where, um, you know, coming into play as the director of operations taking over, um, our vision is basically to make sure that we, one, focus on life skills, two, nutrition, which is the key factor of staying healthy and, you know, preventing any illnesses and things like that. 
Um, and three, most importantly, is uh, resources with wraparound services. Uh, we don't see that uh, very frequently. Um, so we want to make sure, I mean, obviously, when the pandemic hit, it made it a little bit more difficult to be able to offer these services because we can't do a lot of face to face. But our goal is to build up these resources, you know, not just with food, but with housing, with utility assistance, and making sure that we mentor these families that we don't provide just a temporary band-aid solution. We actually provide a true transformation for these families so we can give them a way of life, a better way of life. That's so on point. And you're and to me, you're solving two problems. And I'm gonna to get to you in a second, Adele. I know you already. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Just the pretty face that's in the corner over here. Um the, the providing the nutritious food to me is is a huge thing because being a former drug addict, I recognize that sugar craving that comes from whether it's alcohol, the alcohol hangover. Uh, or even the fix, you know, it's like, okay, I, I always joke around, but I'm being serious. Cocaine made me fat because I wouldn't eat for three days when I was on my bender. But when I did eat, it was cheeseburgers, donuts, candy, like all in the same meal. And it was that, that sugar fix. Like I've seen some of the people without homes around in my community here, or even when I lived in San Diego and LA, um, even Vegas, like you'll see people eat sugar packets because it's to help them get over. The one thing I've learned, and even even being like somebody that, like we're using cannabis, like you always, people go to the sweets, they go to the sugar, because it's like it fixes something, I don't know. But fruit and vegetables actually work the same way. It kind of solves that fix. Have you, either any of you noticed with some of the people that you serve by a difference in providing fresh produce versus the sugary crap that is provided most of the time? Well, one of the things that I have noticed um, in itself is aside from the fact that people are able to function better, but one of the things that people don't understand too is that protein actually and organic protein actually helps heal the body. So any type of, um, you know, any type of illness or injury, internal inflammation, believe it or not, that's what we need in our bodies. So mm -hmm. that's why we are Murphy's Produce with Purpose is huge on nutrition. This is so cool. And then the to add on to your services, you mentioned something. Um, I forgot the wording that you used, but you're basically talking about all-encompassing care, providing home, shelter. Are you getting to the counseling services as well? Like, tell us about that vision, if you will. So that vision entails, um, you know, mentorship. Obviously, there's, you know, a different scales, right, from youth all the way to adults. But one of the things that we've seen is that there's not a lot of opportunities for, for children, uh, whether they come from broken homes or not. The reality is that most parents are working. They don't have a lot of time. School systems have changed. And so we want to make sure that we start building up our communities and that we start offering better options for our youth because they are our future. Aside from that, there's also the other scale uh, of people that have already graduated from that and maybe they were lost in the mix of everything and still are not sure where they're going. We wanna make sure that we service that sector as well. The other side of it is also the medium income. 
you know, maybe it's not that they qualify, right? But they might need some kind of assistance and they're not sure where to go. We wanna provide those, again, those bridges, be that bridge for the services to make sure that we help them to get to where they wanna go. A lot of people think, oh, I can't buy my home and they stay renters for the rest of their lives. We wanna transform that. We wanna show them the way to a better living and be that bridge. And not just that, but also be the bridge for other organizations to build that platform because we cannot do this alone. It Amen. takes courage to create change and our vibe attracts our tribe here on earth and in heaven. And that's how we're gonna build it. Amen. Hold on, I'm gonna read a couple of comments really quick other than my wife saying she loves me. I see food waste and food insecurity almost every day you guys do good work i got a light in front of me i'm going to move this thing um mainly the working people are the ones who struggle because they don't qualify for assistance and it's all they can do to keep their utilities on preach brother he a uh, health message is so needed and i absolutely love what you guys do so cool so how did you guys get adele involved in this well uh, <laughs> it's uh it's an interesting story, uh, Josh. Um, when the pandemic hit, and obviously, you know, I, I feel like I'm always been blessed, not only having food on my table, but the support of the family. And I noticed some of my friends losing their jobs, not having access to food, and they really were a hit because of the pandemic. So I posted something on Facebook to a point that, you know, to all my friends and family. Uh, if you come short on food or you need any assistance, let me know, direct message me. Nobody needs to know. And I'll be like the secret Santa and I'll drop, you know, food, whatever I can at your doorstep. And we'll just leave it as that. And I want to say immediately, five minutes later, Jimmy sends me a message. He goes like, what are you doing? I was like, did I post it something wrong? <laughs> did I insult someone? Right. He goes like, what? About a couple months ago. I started my nonprofit organization. Let me know how much food you need. And I looked at, I mean, I was just looking at the message. I was like, well, this is just crazy because, you know, just I immediately thought of something and within minutes he reached out. Jimmy and I would go back 25 years through coaching soccer against one another. We hated each other for 90 minutes. <laughs> we would go for a drink or food. And I think it's been a blessing to come to a point in life where you come back in a full circle with friends that you lost contact over a few years, but then you come back for a good cause. So I'm you know, privileged to be part of this organization. And as a former coach who has coached over 5,000 kids locally, um, we would come across that seeing family cannot afford, you know, for coaches fees or equipment. And there were so many underserved kids in the community that they were talented. Yeah. They could be professional, be part of the Olympics, and their dream would be literally shattered because they literally didn't have a ride to come to practice. And obviously, you know, it comes back to nutrition, healthy eating. So we came together, we combined the two idea of how can we assist our local communities, mostly the inner city kid, kids and communities that they were hit the, the hardest the most. And, uh, you know, I opened a few doors and through my network and Jimmy's background in food, produce and vegetables and Rosie's resume speaks for itself. You know, we built a nice, uh, I guess, good team that we all bring different flavor to the, 
to this um, organization, but a common goal. And uh, just recently, just what um, Rosie and Jimmy was saying is that it's just not about food. I mean, having access to different organization, I was managed to get 40 pairs of soccer cleats and I trained with a group of athletes that they are, you know, they're talented, but they don't have access to equipment and transportation. And we try to cater to them once a week on Tuesdays. So I took in these cleats and really it was early present for them. But to see the joy in their faces was the biggest gratification for me. And it really brought me back to my youth that, you know, I don't come from a very wealthy family. My dad worked, my mom worked, and uh, but they were able to provide me with yeah. the equipment. And it led me to the next level of playing the sport. And I want to really, you know, create that opportunity for these kids. You know, on my end, obviously with sports, but collectively we want to create this platform. It's just, it's a mentorship platform. Sure. And as Rosie alluded to, it's not just about food. And I mean, it's, it's tough as it is for people, you know, you know, to come and wait in lines or in their cars and, you know, with the shame in their face, which we believe that shouldn't be that case. And we, yeah. we, want, to, we want our community to understand that we are going through this as one. And one might have more than the others, but at the end of the day, if we can really support one another, we can move this vehicle forward. And uh, I mean, it, it is a good time to do what we do, but unfortunately, these are tough times. And sure. we want to get through this as a team, as a community, as a city, or what have you. I, you know, I, I love everything you just said, Adele. And here's, and, and I've, <clears throat> and this is what I know to be true about you, but to rewind just a little bit. I was always one of those people that wanted to kind of help, but kind of at arm's distance because, you know, relationships have always been awkward for me. I, I don't, I don't manage them very, very well. I do much better at a distance, but Jessica's really, and I've always, I mean, I worked in Skid Row all the time and I always did, went out and provided food and, you know, went out and had a conversation, but my heart Jessica really opened my heart to the point where like I would watch her just go sit on the ground in, in these tent cities that we would go to in Minneapolis and she would just sit there and talk like she was sitting in a recliner at home. But here she is surrounded by homeless people talking, passing out food, having conversation. I really, really learned a lot about the value of in a way it's mentorship, it's fellowship, it's 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 showing people love in a different way, it's empathy in a different level. And I what I've always admired about you, like even being like most of our conversations have been centered around business. But I've always heard about your heart behind it. And the way that you've stepped into other companies with your other ventures and kind of hearing your story and how you value family, like it's so cool to see you step in this because it's to me, I've seen everything that you've worked on come, like the fruit of it be amazing. I've seen like, you know, the hairbrush and all of that stuff that you guys invented. Like, that was so cool to see you put that together, but I knew your heart behind it the whole time. And now to see you do this, it's like the sky is the limit. Are you guys planning on taking this concept and what you have, are you going to take it global? Are you looking for partners in other states, other countries? Because what you're doing can be duplicated over and over and over again. Yeah, well, I mean, and that, and that was the, the original vision was to get our, I mean, we have a 5,300 square foot building in National City. And it was perfectly 
located in the center of National City. It's got, you know, three offices for meetings and different mentorships and tutoring different things. We've got basically 4,000 square feet of warehouse that we could utilize for social supermarket, uh, warehousing, food distribution. So it, the building was set up perfect for what we wanted to do. Pandemic hits, we pivot, we have to help the community. We, we feel it's our, our, our duty to really outreach the food. I mean, back to what we were talking about earlier, Josh, we were feeding 120, 200 families on a, on a Saturday to now we're feeding over 2,000 families a week. Yeah. 2,000. And, <laughs> and more people that are on board with us. We're catering, and Rosie can get into a little bit more, but we're catering to different organizations. We're, I mean, it's, it's you know, and, and it's funny because uh, Jim Floros from the San Diego Food Bank, he's always talking about how they had to pivot their mission, right? They're... Mm -hmm. They've got 500 nonprofits and, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough to be one of those 500 and we're part of that super pantry program that sure. they have. So we really, we really are proud of that relationship. But what we're doing now is we're trying to be that arm to all these other people that don't have access to food. And, you know, Rosie can get into it a little bit more about our, our closing the gap with different organizations. Um, if you want to explain a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, please do. The mobile distribution yeah so so really quick talking about numbers just to kind of give you an idea in november we did over twenty one thousand people that we fed um and so that number we've seen it increase as you know COVID hit it increased you know dramatically mm -hmm. um, we do mobile distributions aside from our regular site distributions that we do tuesdays and fridays now and then we also do, um, we go out into the community. So this last Saturday or two Saturdays ago, we actually went out um, into another community that we heard was not being serviced. And, you know, city council re reached out and said, you know, we have a need. I heard about it. And I said, within, I think it was like two weeks. And I said, okay, no problem. We're going to service you. And they said, really? They thought we were going to do about 200. I said, no, nope, we're going to do, we're going to aim for 500. We serviced over 600 families on that weekend. And oh, it was a huge blessing. We were able to provide uh, produce, milk, chicken, um, as well as, um, you know, dry items, you know, variety, as well as a turkey, you know, for the holidays. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a big blessing, but again, it takes a village to create change. A big supporter of ours, aside from Food Bank, um, has also been the Iron Workers Local 229. Um, they have been there every step of the way. So we give a big shout out to Johnny Swanson, um, national organizer for, local, for Iron Workers Local 229, because they have been there every step of the way from the very beginning. So we appreciate it because, we, again, we couldn't do it by, our, by ourselves. Aside from that, um, building trades have stepped in, Labor Council, UDW Local 3930, um, you know, and they're helping us service all the different organizations like Regional Center, we service uh, the disabled, we service the senior communities. We have different people on our mobile distribution sending out deliveries in different cities, surrounding cities in our area. So that's why we say all of San Diego County. And yeah. when you talked about if we want to go global, Joshua, 
I want to say that it's sky's the limit. Okay. Obviously he's the one that's in charge, but we're going to reach to the top because I truly believe that we can do a lot more and become on the more on the, on the higher scale where we're building and bridging for more organizations to do what we're doing, you know, and, and just really being the gap bridging, you know, to help them. Um, but it's, it's really amazing to see, you know, how it started off and where we're at now, how it's transpiring. Um, it's, it's amazing to see, but most importantly, it's amazing to see the transformation in those families, seeing the transformation in the seniors, how thankful they are because they can't come out of their house to get food and it's getting delivered. How thankful, um, I've had a, a group of nurses that weren't able to get food because of their income guidelines and we're being able to service them. People are not being discriminated. Our biggest thing is we put our heart and soul into it. Uh, we walk, we do everything with Hebrews 11.1, 1, which is faith. And, and so we make sure that everyone feels that and we plant that seed of love. You know, every, everything that we do, we also service the homeless community. We go out there. We're constantly brainstorming on ways to how we can help. And so, again, it takes a village. And that's why it's, it's really important on what we're doing. That's why we're, we're doing our GoFundMe because we have so many big plans. It's not just about there's just we have such a high demand and not enough supplies. That's the thing. So we have to build the bridges and make sure that we continue to provide because like I said, in, in November, it was over 21,000 people that we fed. December's numbers already went up. That's amazing. We, um, <clears throat> Jessica and I, cause I can see her comments. Uh, and I no, I was gonna offer, but you know, we communicate and make sure that we're on the same page before we offer anything. We are happy to support you guys on the media end any way we can, um, whether it's playing commercials during our broadcast, uh, social media promotion. Uh, I, your website is absolutely gorgeous. But anything that we can do, even with the help of outreach, um, being a, a bridge that connects to your bridge to connect other bridges, because essentially our whole mission is to elevate not just the voices for the voiceless, but also be the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, that is what drives us. And we are, your organization is an organization that aligns with our values and anything that we can do, and we can talk about that off air, but anything we can do to support you guys, we are all in because San Diego, San Diego is my favorite. I, I, lo I love Minneapolis. No offense to my new Minneapolis. <laughs> LA is something I call home, but it's because of where I died and where I was reborn. But San Diego, the community in San Diego is special. It is, it is, it is just different. It is, I mean, it, it's awesome. Like there's no better place on earth to me. And I, and that community embraced me and allowed me just to go be me, which is not, hasn't always been easy for me. Um, I love San Diego. I love the people of San Diego and that is all walks of life there. So anything that we can do to support you other than promoting the GoFundMe, other than telling you guys to go, you can donate here on their website. Um, I'll make sure the GoFundMe is posted everywhere. Um, I love what you guys are doing, but can you go into a little bit more detail about the plan of action moving forward? What is it that you are declaring before God and the world 
that you are going to accomplish with this organization? Go ahead. You want me, you want me? Go ahead. So our, our goal for 2021 was there was three things. One was to really get ahead of our food distributions and really promote our mobile pantries, our, you know, our outreach in San Diego. So basically what it is, is we've got a couple of trucks that we go to different communities and deliver to. Um, but we want to build that up. I mean, we were, you know, our goal is to get a couple of really good, um, you know, delivery trucks is like a, like a 24 foot truck with refrigeration that we can actually travel to Imperial Valley and help communities there. I mean, we're, we're, you know, we, what we're really trying to focus on is our outreach in San Diego and really get a stronghold on how we do it and do it well. Sure. So we can expand, you know, our, like, like we talked about our, our expansion is very important. The other thing is, is starting to tie in our wraparound services with different organizations, you know, partnering up with different organizations. You know, we, we partnered with Aetna Better Health of California and we did a food distribution sponsored by them. It was great. So yeah, we're, I mean, we're really trying to broaden our, our, our outreach, but we're really trying to bring in partners to help us get to that next level. You know, sure. and our facilities really set up. I mean, there's organizations out there right now that we're partnering with and, and, and Rosie can go into a couple of those homeroom and different things. Um, it's, it's all about community. I mean, right now we want to just be the best at what we do in our community. And then we can obviously, you know, mm-hmm. we can obviously spread it out a little bit. Yeah. Jessica and I are obsessed with food trucks. We want to, we want to make them, where we go out into the community. So we go to like a regional, uh, bear with me for a second while I explain this. Like we have a facility like yours, we pull up into it in the morning, first thing in the morning, we load it up with food that we're gonna prepare. We have a menu prepared in our mind, prepare the food and go take it out to various parts of the city in the community and then cook prepared meals. Have no prices on the menu, but anyone that wants to come, cause we don't want to discriminate. So. If your millionaire that looks like a surfer bum is cruising along and they want food, or you have a gentleman who doesn't have a home, they want food. They can get it. And you've heard about those restaurants that don't have prices on the menu, but you can you're encouraged to leave a tip. Yeah. So it's for the donut you donate, and whatever you feel like donating, you donate. Or not at all. Like if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. But everybody gets fed, everyone gets fellowship, and create communities around these mobile food trucks that do that. But that's like that's a vision that we have that we want to do here in this city, but yep. then duplicate it around the world. Well, that was that's funny that you bring that up because we partnered with um, Antonio, who uh, Alakazar. He basically is chef Latinos, and we did a food distribution with him here in National City. And it was funny because he was telling me he's like, man. You know, let's let's start let's start promoting not only your business and and pushing product, but let's start doing tutorials. Let's start doing you know what you're what what's in these boxes. Let's educate people on how to cook these different items and how many meals we can do. So, the box that we give out is about twenty five pounds of fresh produce. Nice. Your goal was to break it down into 
with these four items, you can make a meal. These three items, you can make a meal and put the recipes down. He travels all throughout the U.S. He goes into Mexico. He's, I mean, this guy's phenomenal. His other point was, is let's get a food truck. We'll park it in front of your place. You already have all the items. We can make food for these people. So I, I, I love what you're saying. Obviously, you know, I, I think there's a partnership there with us and you on this on this concept. Yeah. <laughs> part, of, part of what our goal was for our building was to have that social supermarket inside of our building where if people are hungry, come in, you know, come in and get food, come in and get groceries, come in and get milk, get eggs. There's so much food out there going to waste that we have yeah. to set up this facility to really cater two sides. One is that it doesn't go into the landfill, but also the resources for people to come and get food from us to yeah. help them get through. So cool. Adele, so, you add anything, brother? Yeah. Uh, first of all, they are the force behind this. I just uh, tried to crack a couple doors here and there. I mean, if it weren't for Jimmy's <laughs> idea and the vision, and obviously behind every two good men there's a great woman and rosie's right. tenacity and hard work literally with all you know everything that she has outside with her personal life it's been a blessing to have her but you know just like a car that needs to be fueled and move forward even the best of the best if you don't fuel it it doesn't move forward no. um i'm on the uh, kind of running the operation with the financing part of it and seeing that you know we need help donations and and the donations will literally get us over the hump hence we set up our um, GoFundMe but yet we have a donate button which you put on this you know on the screen uh, it's, it's, for people it, that's okay right yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely right. one of our things first when we started uh, we said that we hate to go ask people for money but our goal will not get to the next level even continue if we don't get uh, our peer support and we mm -hmm. do get support across the board, but it was about a week ago, we decided finally to come up with the GoFundMe and we posted it. And uh, one of our um, donors didn't want to go on, on site, but he mailed us a check for 22,500, which is half of our pledging amount. Wow. But uh, if you go to the GoFundMe site, which I will share with you and then you can share with everybody else, yeah. I have it. I'm going to share it. Um, when I tr have everything transcribed and we publish it, yes. I'll have all of that inside there. So you'll well, have that. Uh, Jessica says we need to talk to you about working on grants together also. Yes. yes. So again, as um, as accomplished for one-year-old company we are, we're still at an infant stage and uh, we've gained so much with so much support. But we want to continue serving our community yeah. and again, it will help some financial commitment whether the bigger organizations donors that they contribute and they can help us out and you know maintain our momentum because as we're growing we see there are more needs there are more verticals that we can penetrate we have access to resources and even helps that we get on daily weekly basis but it's the financial side of it that would you know, delay this process. We're not going to stop. It will go, you know, uh, we're, you know, we're going to get this mission going. And like you said, our goal is that to build this foundation so strong that we can duplicate that in the surrounding cities or counties and eventually go to nearby states and then
go nationwide. Yes. Um, I want to give a shout out to one of my good friends, Terrell Fletcher, who played for San Diego Chargers, and now he's a pastor. And with his active um, presence across the board nationwide in a different churches, and he uh, blesses with joining us, and his voice is going to be heard as a former professional athlete, and he's going to help us also to move this forward. And there's just so much great things going on for us, Josh. It's just like every morning we wake up it's like what's our next present it's someone else is joining us another door opening and union being the great force behind us and obviously jimmy's mission and vision from day one was what can we do to help our community and it's been our goal i i'm trying to be obedient here and i keep hearing the name dropping my head the first time you brought up uh miles fletcher or uh, mr fletcher i immediately thought this name and i was wondering if there was a connection there but miles mcpherson from the rock church yes i know miles as well yes that guy and what you're doing there's i don't know anyone and i try to keep my ear to the street about what different organizations do because frankly if i hear someone's doing something better i want to take i'm going to take your idea um and i'm going to use it if it makes sense but there's, I don't know anyone that's doing what you're doing the way that you're doing it and everything that Pastor uh, McPherson stands for. My, Miles, yeah, Miles. Now I'm confusing my names. Miles, right. Miles from the Rock Church. Right. Everything that I know that he stands for, that, that could be a, a, a good connection for you guys too. So if there's a connection there, I don't know. But I, the name just kept popping in my head. So... I think it has been our goal. Now we're stepping into the new year. Um, we have a mission statement per se. We have a um, um, an agenda and a mm -hmm. strategy in place that how we want to utilize these public figures yeah. that not only they believe in us and our you know vision, but also practice themselves. So we can do a joint partnership. When you're talking about the miles of the communities or mm -hmm. you know, Patrick Fletcher's and other athletes that post their career, now utilizing the platform to do what we do to help the community, whether just showing up at a football game and sign a jersey and give a hope to the next guy or what have you. I think at the end of the day, we want to utilize their platforms because not only they're credible, but they believe in that and they believe in us. I mean, there are other athletes that they haven't officially joined us, but they have their own foundations. and beginning yeah. of the year. I mean, they text me randomly, Adele, we love what you guys do. How can we help you? And that's, you know, it validates what we're doing out there. Just random individuals, a public figure reaching out to us. We need our local uh, public, you know, um, officials, you know, the local politicians to help yeah. us out. I mean, when it comes to running an operation locally, we need you know permits we need you know certain things that without you know you know the guidelines and the policies we cannot move forward and those are things that we're trying to get our voice heard as well it's not just about giving food like you know rosie and jimmy said is that to grow as a community you know as a team move forward Go i ahead. think with food food exposes you to everything especially when you're providing it because food doesn't discriminate i mean unless you have like a peanut allergy or something like that but I mean, you're going to see the homeless. You're going to see, uh, you know, people that are, you're going to see prostitutes. You're going to see 
drug addicts. You're going to see people that do work but don't have homes. You're going to see a mix of everything. And so the fact that you have the heart for collaboration is important because, listen, we're all the body. I mean, the body of Christ is the way I, I keep thinking that that's essentially what you are. You're the body of the Christ in the terms of, okay, we're food. And this is what we're going to provide. But also you have an opportunity, a rare opportunity to be able to connect in an extraordinary, an extraordinary way to be the missing piece for other foundations. Because human trafficking organizations, if they don't collaborate, they've got no shot to put a dent in anything. Exactly. You know, and, 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 and drug organizations, people that are trying to fight addiction. It's the same way. We have to collaborate because we're going into a world where nonprofits can't fundraise the way that they normally do. Congregations, churches, they can't raise money like they are used to doing. They have to think outside of the box. We didn't start our foundation until uh, COVID hit. Like I've been sitting on it for a long time going, I don't know when I'm supposed to do this. And then COVID hit and I heard God go, go. The minute we started it, all of a sudden it, it made sense why. Because media resources, having our own network to be able to broadcast people like yourself, being able to expose you to the world to bring in resources from around the world to support and supply your mission. Media is the most powerful medium in the world. It makes sense. So we get to be a missing piece for a lot of people. And I'm not promote, patting my art organization on the, on the back right now, but I'm just saying you're the missing piece for a lot of other organizations. So any of you watching or listening out there on any of the platforms, and you're in the San Diego area, or even if you're around the world and you want to like go, you love what they're doing and you want to reach out to them, you want to sew into them, make a donation, reach out and just like, hey, how do we partner with you? How do we work with you? Because they could be a missing piece for you that takes your organization to the next level. It is all about collaboration with like-minded people. When you align with somebody's vision, you want to kind of get into that draft and go with them. So I love what you guys are doing. Is there anything else that you want to, to share with the audience? Yeah, Josh, I want to, I mean, it, you brought up a good point because it's, it truly is about collaborating with just organizations. I mean, there, it's, it's, it's weird when I first got into this nonprofit forum, uh, how much competition there were, there was for getting grants or, People didn't want to talk about their resources or people didn't want to talk about where they get their food because they were afraid you're going to take it. And since day one, we've always been about helping people. Like it's not a competition. You want, you want to compete, leave your ego at the door and, you know, keep going or whatever. I mean, we just, we really feel that in order to make more of an impact, it's not about us and what we do. It's about all the people that we bring in. I mean, we couldn't do this without our volunteers. We couldn't we couldn't be feeding 2000 families a week if we didn't have a group of 15, 20 volunteers, you know, that that want to give back. They want to help. They want I mean, this is, you know, a nonprofit world. People don't understand. You know, they look at it like, well, how do you make money? Well, it's a struggle. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Amen. You know, when you're feeding people, you 
you know, and, and the worst thing about us is that we do hate asking for money. Like that's the worst part about the nonprofit is that, you know what, instead of asking for it, because I always feel that when I ask, it's for me. Yeah. But now, after seeing the impact we have in the community and, and all these organizations that we're, that we're helping and collaborating with, I don't have a problem hitting a donate button. Hey, listen, guys, it's not about us. We're not, you know, we're not collecting a paycheck here. We're just trying to keep the lights on. We're just trying to keep the building open and we want to just help the community. So if you have volunteers, send them our way. If you have, you know, people that need food, if you know organizations, if it's seniors, if it's youth, I mean, we, we very rarely turn anyone away. Um, you know, some days there's distributions where we go through 1200 boxes of food and there's still people showing up that we can't feed. So we'll go in the warehouse and we'll scrape together a box of canned goods or whatever it is. So, you know, we, we really try to do our best and, and really make an impact for every family. It's not just about the numbers. It's about making sure everyone that comes in feels that they're, they're, they're a part of this, you know, and whether it's, whether you're getting food from us or you're donating food from us, or you're donating your time, or, you know, we, 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 we want that hand up, not the handout. I you know it, it's, it's, you know, our, our partners that we bring in, everyone sees our vision, everyone sees what we're about, you know, and it's just about, you know, helping our community. That's really what it's about. I, I forgot the past. I think it was, it's my pastor in Oklahoma that says this. He says, so where you want to grow. And, I believe in what you guys are doing and, and I just, anyone that's watching and listening out there, this isn't a, I, I can't vouch for the other two other than just loving their heart and loving what they're about and, you know, seeing the work that they do. But I know Adele and I've known Adele for a long time. And this is, this is good soil to sow into. And I just want to encourage anyone out there that's listening and watching, sow into them. It doesn't matter if it's five bucks, a thousand bucks, ten thousand dollars, five hundred bucks, a hundred bucks, fifty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty-five dollars. It all matters. So where you want to grow. And this organization is out doing good things and they're it's more than food. And the fact that they're providing nutrition and not junk is even more special to me. And I, I really, really appreciate that. And this is an organization. Now I'm talking like you're not there. Um, this is an organization that I believe in and Jessica and I believe in. And we are, want to be a part of supporting and help grow so that their mission is fulfilled. Because I believe, and I believe with all my heart, that God has massive plans for you three and your organization because you are being the hands and feet of Jesus. I mean, whether you're out preaching the gospel or not, you don't need to throw the Bible at people to have a ministry. And you are reaching people with love and the thing that a lot of people need most, it's food and in fellowship. And I'm grateful for what you guys do. I'm grateful for your time. And I assure you that anything that we can do to support you, we will. So you guys can go to Murphy's Produce and that's M-U-R-P-H-Y-S-P-R-O-D-U-C-A.org slash donate. And then, of course, if you're going to to uh, watch this later, uh, you'll be able to find this in the blog. You'll see the GoFundMe page, but you can donate to either place. Um, and if you want to learn more about Murphy's Produce, uh, it's with purpose, right? 
yeah. with right. purpose. And with purpose. But you can go to murphysproduce.org. They're a 501c3 nonprofit, so that means you get to write off your donation. And they're just they're doing amazing work. And I want to see what they're doing come to life. And I believe that it will. And I just wish nothing but blessings over all three of you. And thank you for the work that you're doing for that amazing community in San Diego. And I truly believe with all my heart that this is something that will go national. And uh, because people are going to be inspired by what you're doing. They may steal your idea, but so what? <laughs> like, that means we're doing something good. That means we're doing something good. Right. Yeah, you're doing something right when someone steals your idea. So this isn't a competition right. though. So it's like, hey, if more people can get on board and they, they do their own thing and I don't care if it's we down the street. It. Bring we it encourage on. it. And, hey. and just to let you know, Joshua, like one of the other things that we did just to kind of give you also an idea, like the other day we got a phone call of another community that needed help. And I, I want to say what, in less than two hours, we round up, I think, more yeah. than three pallets and took it down to that community. And again, thank goodness for the iron workers, Johnny Swanson, because he he helped us out with uh, his muscles and the truck. Uh, <laughs> we got it all out there. And the, before we even arrived, there was a long line already of cars and people waiting for the food. And oh. so we were able to kick it into gear. Um, so at the end of the day, it's not about us. It's about what we're doing in the community. And that's how, that's our mission. That's what we focus on. Um, and we're focused on making that impact. We're going to break ground. Yes, amen. <laughs> amen. Guys, God bless all three of you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the time you, you have so given much. us. Thank you, buddy. For having us be in touch. Absolutely. Thanks. God bless. Yeah. See you guys. Unbelievable. Absolutely amazing. I, I love the fact that they're providing fresh produce. And look, it's it's amazing to get a hot meal. It is, it is. And I and, and thank God for the people that are providing food of any of any kind. But fresh produce, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, there's just something special about that. And it's needed. It's really, really needed because, you know, sugar, eating sugary foods, eating that garbage, eating the chemically heavily processed food, it rots your brain. I mean, it just absolutely rots your brain, wrecks your health. You don't feel good. And then, therefore, you're not going to really want to go out and change anything. But when you're eating nutritious food, as I'm, ta I'm talking to myself right now, I think, about, <laughs> about eating nutritious food, but you know, it makes you feel better. You want to work out. You want to take care of yourself. Maybe you go, yeah, maybe I don't want to drink that bottle of tequila. Maybe I don't want to slam the methamphetamines today. Fresh fruit, I really believe, just like uh, what does it say in the Bible about uh, your body is a temple and honoring that. So if you're putting fresh food in your body, you're more likely to put other goodness in your body too. So ladies and gentlemen, please donate uh, to Murphy's Produce. Uh, you can go to murphysproduce.org slash donate. God bless the work that they're doing uh, and God bless all of you. Thank you for uh, liking. If you're watching on social media, whether it's YouTube or Facebook, thank you so much for uh, liking and sharing and you can even subscribe. But those of you who are watching on the Live Model Worldwide network i really appreciate and love you guys you can't like or subscribe there but i do appreciate you guys watching there and supporting the other ministries that are a part of our network god bless you uh have an amazing week and gratitude unfiltered will be back tomorrow and on thursday maybe a few other times this week god bless 
Take care.